Welcome to the From Self-Doubt to Success podcast. I'm your host, Estelle Petroquin, empowerment coach who specializes in mindset and manifestation. If you feel stuck and crave meaning and joy in your everyday life, you've come to the right place. I went from being an anxious corporate employee, living for the weekend, to building my dream life and business, helping other women overcome self-doubt so they too can achieve their wildest goals and be fulfilled. Hi, my loves. I hope you're having a wonderful week. I am super excited. I'm buzzing um, as I'm leaving in only one week to France to see my friends, my family. Um, and my husband and I just finished booking all of our flights, our hotels, and also a rental car for our one year anniversary trip to the south of France and the north of Spain. And of course, I'm going to be sharing a lot of it on my Instagram at your coach Estelle. So if you don't follow me yet, what are you even doing? <laughs> um, also, last weekend was so much fun. And yeah, we celebrated my husband's aunt's birthday. So it was a big family and friends reunion. And we probably had too many shots of tequila and we danced our asses off for hours on salsa, on reggaeton, basically all we listened to here in South America. And yeah, I actually thought about doing a podcast about the importance of having more fun and playtime in your everyday life, like outside of work, also within work, to be honest. But this will be for another day because today... We're going to talk about how to ditch your inner critic. You know, that mean voice inside of your head that tells you horrible things you would probably not even say to your worst enemy. Yeah, that bitch. <laughs> and what you need to realize is that this voice is the source of your problems, not the things that are happening externally to you, as you might think right now. She is the one who stops you from doing what you really want to do. She's the one that guilt trips you for mistakes you made probably so many years ago. She's the one that keeps you from truly enjoying your life as it is and making the changes you know would support you in becoming the next level version of you. And maybe you haven't fully acknowledged how present she is, but let me back my claims with science for a second, okay? So it's been proven that 95% of your thoughts are subconscious, which means that they're running on autopilot without asking you for permission and impacting the way you feel and behave every single day. Worse even... 80% of those thoughts are negative. So basically, that means that if you don't make a conscious effort to interrupt those negative thinking patterns by, you know, becoming aware of them and consciously interrupting them, you will have a hard time letting go of those feelings of lack and or unworthiness that you probably feel at the moment. Let me tell you this, though. Your inner critique doesn't mean to sabotage your gifts, your potential, your happiness, 
is just trying to keep you safe, to make you avoid threats, to make you avoid hurt. And that's why it's going to tell you whatever it means to discourage you from stepping out of your comfort zone. She's literally like that friend who, you know, never wants to have fun and experiments new things because she's scared of something bad happening. <laughs> you know, that friend that is always like serious and like, oh my God, that's too risky. Um, but we all know that it only makes her kind of, um, I mean, boring probably, but it makes her unfulfilled. It, it keeps her from truly enjoying life, right? So I want you to consider that voice inside of your head like this friend that you might have in your life or that you might had in the past or that maybe you can imagine, you know? And it's your job to see her, meet her where she's at and take her by the hand with love to show her that there's far less risk than she might think and that she deserves to experience life with more joy and lightness. She deserves to live all of these experiences that are accessible to her fully. And I will elaborate on that on step two of how to ditch your inner critique. But first, I want to share a testimonial from my badass client, Laura. Um, this is what she says about her first six weeks working with me within my one-on-one -on -one coaching program, The Female Success Formula. She says, I decided to start working with Estelle because I was feeling stuck professionally and wanted to become a better leader. Through our sessions, she helped me to gain new insights into my behavior and thinking patterns that affected me both personally and professionally, as well as gain clarity on my goals, how they will benefit me in all areas of my life, and how I will measure success. Most importantly, she helped me to find self-compassion. Estelle's approach really resonated with me. She is no nonsense, no judgment. She challenged me and my biases. She was not there to tell me what I wanted to hear, but rather what I needed to hear. She pushed me out of my comfort zone, always with my consent, of course, and introduced me to new practices, which are evidence-based that will help me in my growth journey. I start a new job soon and I am sure that continuing coaching with Estelle will positively contribute to this new chapter in my life. Okay, thank you so much, Laura, for this beautiful testimonial. And of course, if you are listening to this, I'm so excited to be continuing this work with you. Um, I just also love to share those testimonials with you guys, with my listeners, because I feel like it can give you a better idea of how this work can transform you in your life. Also, I have a really exciting announcement to make. I am launching a limited summer offer. It's called the Boost Bundle. And basically, you get one transformation call with me of one hour long. Um, unlimited WhatsApp coaching for an entire week. And a personalized hypnosis recording that you'll be able to listen to every day to reprogram your subconscious mind for success. I mean, I'm so excited about this. Um, actually, I just literally, be before recording this podcast, I just got graduated or I just graduated uh, and got certified 
in hypnosis <laughs> as a practitioner and other modalities um, that work on the subconscious level. And I cannot wait to, you know, integrate that into my coaching practice, into, um, yeah, into my work and how I help my clients. So this is the new offer that I'm launching. And if you sign up before July 1st, you get the early bird price. Okay. Um, so this is perfect for the ambitious woman who wants to make an empowering and aligned decision in her career or in her life. You know, you're kind of at a crossroads, you know, you need to make a choice. And yeah, you need that boost, right? And you need a clear and personalized strategy. And also you are ready to step into your power and take action on your goals. If you are interested, you can send me the initials BB, like Boost Bundle, via DM on Instagram at uh, your coach Estelle. I'll send you an intake form and we'll agree on a date and time for a coaching call. Um, and yeah, I'm just super excited to be working with you. Okay, so now let's dive into the episode. The first thing you absolutely have to do to ditch your inner critique is to stop comparing yourself to others for fuck's sake. <laughs> for fuck's sake. Is that how it's? Yeah, I think that's how we say it. Um, I know it's easier said than done. And it's probably something you've heard before. But, you know, there's a difference between knowing something and actually applying it to your life, like truly understanding what that means. And yeah, I know it's hard to like stop comparing ourselves to others when we are bombarded constantly with information left and right on different social media platforms and everyone is sharing their lives. And it's basically become like reality TV um, on social media, right? Like everyone's just sharing their life. Um, and I'm obviously guilty of that as well, but for real, you guys, like this scrolling habit is affecting you so much more than you think. Seeing everyone's highlight reel makes you subconsciously think that this is people's normal life because you don't see the rest. So you just interpret it as this, like you generalize it. And you think, okay, this is this is this person's life, basically, right? And um, and obviously, it isn't. It absolutely isn't. And maybe yes, you know, like within the people you follow, you have this one influencer, you know, who is traveling all the time, going to these fancy hotels, like has the fittest bod, and eats out a uh, eats out on a daily basis, but still. It's a human being with her challenges too. And I'm actually kind of refreshed to see more and more people sharing their struggles and more authenticity on social media. Uh, but, you know, when it comes to like, I would say most people share the, the highlight reels of their, of, of their life, right? Like what they feel is worth sharing. Um, and, you know, I'm just going to share with you what used to happen to me. And so for me, I used to compare myself physically to other women a lot through social media. I was already quite uh, insecure about my body. Aren't we all, though? <laughs> uh, but looking at 
you know, photoshopped supermodels in bikinis was definitely making it so much worse because my brain would assume that this is normal. This is how women are supposed to look and actually how they look. And, you know, truly, when I think about it, I have maybe met one person in my entire life, like in real, who fits the criteria of those women I would see online. Like, if you look around you, if you feel the, think of the people you know, you know, like, yeah, and there's so many, um, I have so many women in my life. I'm, I'm so happy, you know, like, I, I don't have a sister, um, a real one, like a biological one. Well, actually, I'm lying because my parents had a girl, had a daughter before me, but she died before I was born. But so I didn't know her. I had a sister. I just didn't know her. Um, but, you know, like I have so many amazing women in my life like that. I literally call sisters because I've built those like super supportive communities, childhood friends, all that stuff. And, and, and when I look at each one of them, I see their beauty and I find them absolutely magnificent and divine and, and all of that, but they don't match the criteria of the supermodels online, right? And so that's what I'm trying to say here. Like, not that when I look around in my real life, I don't see anyone beautiful. That's certainly not true, but I don't see anyone that I would compare myself to um, you know, those like extremely impossible high standards of beauty. Um, and so, so yeah, I just want to remind you of that. Like, who do you actually know in your real life who's like that? And, you know, I think the only person I know like that who's a, who's a good friend and she, she's awesome, um, she, she is actually a model. That's the only person I know who would fit the criteria. And she is a model, right? So like the percentage of people, you know, like that is always going to be really low. Um, anyways, what I encourage you to do right now is to pause this episode right now and please come back to it after, <laughs> afterwards. Um, but I want you to unfollow all the people that make you feel shitty about yourself and not just the fit girls that was just one example okay but all the people that make you feel like you lag behind in some capacity because their life looks extraordinary and yours feels dull as a result of you know looking at their lives and I can see you coming with those excuses you know but they inspire me but they share good tips and things like that you know no I don't want to hear it if that person makes you feel bad about yourself every time you see their posts or their stories then it's toxic and you don't need that in your life and you know, you always have the possibility to follow them again later on in life if you want to. But right now, you want to build up your confidence and this is getting in the way of it. I remember I used to do that as well. Like I used to follow um, some influencers like fashion influencers um, back when I was, I guess, so much more interested in, you know, how I would dress up. Um, that's it's just become less important to me in my recent like years but like 
um, that would also make me feel terrible. Like it would make me feel bad about wearing the same thing twice. It would make me feel bad about not having as many clothes because they would show up every single day with a new outfit. Like it was ridiculous. And actually now I realize that it doesn't really align with my values. I feel like, you know, there's a lot of consumerism, pollution, um, just attaching value to things that are maybe a bit more superficial. And I'm not saying that I don't appreciate wearing nice clothes. It's just that, like, I'm just not as into it as I used to be. But yeah, going back to that, like, you know, it could be people like that, people that are not doing anything wrong or like, you know, but just by seeing their posts, their stuff, like you feel bad about your own life. Um, same thing. I had that as well when I started in the coaching industry and I started, you know, my accounts and like sharing things online and building up my audience and all that. Like I started following a lot of coaches and sure, I think for some of them, they would inspire me and it, it kind of like guided me, uh, throughout, especially the first months or year, you know, when I was starting, but at some point, I also realized how I would waste so much time just looking at their stuff instead of creating my own things and how looking at their things would make me feel less secure about what I had to share. And so now I'm super specific and like I really set boundaries to like whom I follow. And there's even this like quote I have in mind that sometimes I manually go to her profile to just check on her, like see what she's doing, because I really like her style and all that. But I also know that if I follow her and she shows up on my feed every day, I'm going to feel bad. So I don't follow her. I just like maybe once a week go to her profile and check what she's doing. Right. So those are things that you can do. Also, talking about phone and limiting, you know, phone time. Um, yeah, just like be a bit more, set more bigger boundaries with yourself and like the time you spend on your phone. I mean, honestly, we, we waste so much time. Like it cannot be that the first thing and the last thing during the day that you do is checking other people's lives. Like obviously that's going to make you feel like shit. So you don't want to do that as the first thing you, you like, no, like when you wake up, take the time in the morning, you know, if you love the coffee, if you love matcha, tea, whatever is, it is for you, take that time for yourself, meditate, do something for you or just do nothing but like chill there for a second, you know, while you're waking up properly, <laughs> properly to like your new day instead of immediately looking at other people's lives. And same thing when you are going to bed, like you want to think of your day, of what you're going to do tomorrow, of your dreams, of your goals. Like you don't want to think of what others are doing and just shame yourself for not being there yet. And when it comes to real people, because obviously comparison is not only about people online, I mean, you know, the people you know, the, the people you, you actually interact with in real life who may um, share with you their latest wins, their achievements. Remember all those times they also shared their struggles, their setbacks, right? No one lives a perfect life. And if we actually took the time to ask each other deeper questions like, how are you really? 
yeah, Jenna Kutcher fans, um, I'm one of you guys. <laughs> um, it's it, How Are You Really is the, is the title of her latest book, or probably her only book. I think it's the first book she published. So if you haven't read it, I really recommend it. But anyways, like asking ourselves these deeper questions, we would actually realize that we are not alone, that we're all going through hardships, and second, that we can learn a lot from each other. Right. And, you know, today, for example, where, yeah, today my, my biz base bestie, so another coach um, with whom I do co-working and we like support each other, she shared something very personal with me and it really humbled me. And, you know, I've been in touch with her for over six months now. And I just realized we truly have no idea of what's going on in other people's lives unless we stop obsessing over our own problems and actually open up to others and ask them, right? So this leads me to the second step to ditch your inner critique. Um, it's always question your assumptions, okay? When I talk about assumptions, again, it's like, that, that mean voice inside of your head. So, you know, most of our beliefs, um, they come from our childhood, actually, and the way we were raised and how our parents, our teachers, our peers would interpret the world um, and, you know, interpret who we are and how they would communicate with us. And sometimes even small comments or events will mark you forever. Like they would determine whether, like the way you think you yourself about the world or yourself. Um, so for example, you know, a lot of my past body dysmorphia, uh, cause I went through like, I think it was about a year or two of, of an eating disorder um, when I was in my early twenties. And I think that a lot of that actually came from my dad, uh, who would often joke about the fact that my mom and my brother are like the skinny ones of the family, and he and I are the fatties, right? And I, I wasn't fat at all. Like now when I look at pictures of me as a child, I, I wasn't fat. I was simply not as slim as my brother and mother, who have a different build, you know? And, now I see that this was probably my dad's attempt to either create a bond with me, <laughs> you know, or not to feel so bad about his own dad bod. Like it had nothing to do with me being fat. Like that's just the interpretation I gave to those comments that were repeated several times during my childhood. So now let me ask you, do you want those outdated, generalized, distorted beliefs that others put on you to determine the way you're going to think of yourself and, you know, you're going to let it also determine the way you live your life as an adult? No, right? I thought so. So I invite you to think about the most prominent negative things you tell yourself and dig into where this belief actually comes from in the first place. And this is not easy, you guys. Like, this is, this is healing work. Like, this is not just, oh, yeah, this happened. And you know what I'm telling you right now, what I'm sharing with you about my dad and, like, my body dysmorphia? I had to overcome this. I had to heal from that. 
this is why I can so openly now talk about it, but without getting emotional, but you're going to get emotional if you do this work properly, if you are committed, like you're going to have to face your fears, um, uncomfortable emotions, and you're going to have to sit with them. And you're going to have to think of like the events, the situation, experiences, comments that were made, that happened, that made you adopt this belief, this negative belief you have right now that is stopping you or that is bugging you, that is keeping you from feeling confident in yourself. And ultimately question it, like, is it true? And I want you to really list the evidence that proves you wrong. That, that, you know, for example, in my case, I could look back and be like, yeah, I think my weight in my childhood was this and that, and it's not even overweight. So like, it, the fact is I wasn't fat, you know? And even if that's a difficult one for you to actually disprove the belief, um, you know, like maybe you were actually overweight, uh, think about what make you, what you make that belief mean about you, because that's really important here. Like, and question that: is that true, in every context or area of your life? For example, you know, let's say you were um, truly overweight as a child, or you still are, or you are broke, or or you you were raised poor, things like that, right? that were just like programmed into your subconscious for you to like believe those things about yourself. Um, can you just accept those facts without shaming yourself? Can you just let it be a fact rather than a measurement of your worthiness? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, sure, maybe you're overweight and so what? What does that mean about your worth? How does that have to do anything with your worth as a human being? And maybe you can also think of things that you actually excel at, that you're proud of, that you feel confident about or abundant about. You know, maybe you have a lot of really good friends and, you know, maybe you make magic happen whenever you're cooking. I don't know. But you need to stop identifying yourself with your thoughts, with those beliefs. Um, first, by questioning them, like actually seeing if they are true objectively. And even if you still believe they are true objectively, what are you making it mean? And how can you show yourself more compassion and actually validate yourself on the things that work well for you and that show your worth. I mean, to start with, I just want to say this, like if you are born, if you're on this planet and you exist, you are worthy because you are literally a miracle. Like for you to be here, so many things had to happen <laughs> and, and to go well. And so just for that fact, and that's an objective fact. You are a miracle and you're worthy. And nothing external to you can, can change that, can question that, okay? Um, 
And I think on top of that, on top of realizing that, making a list of your proudest moments and the things you may take for granted in your life, but that you don't, you actually don't know how you could function without, you know, and just showing some gratitude for that. Like it could really um, help you move away from that scarcity mindset, from that mindset of lack and start recognizing the amazing things that you do have and that you are. And, um, and finally, the first step to ditch your inner critique is to get clear on what you're most unsatisfied with at the moment and actually do something about it. And when I say do something about it, like it's, it's not because you're lacking, you know, we don't want to do something about it from a place of lack, but because you deserve to give yourself um, to expect more out of life and to give yourself what you want, basically. It's like this act of self-love in a way. And you are worthy of that positive change you want and you're capable of creating it. So doing something about it is attached to that. It's not attached to the lack or to the unworthiness. Um, and when I say do something about it, I don't mean to overwhelm you, quite the opposite. I want to empower you to choose one action, one small habit you can start implementing today that is going to help you create momentum. Big changes take time and on that journey to your goal, you will need to develop resilience and strong belief in yourself and your dream. And, you know, by committing to one small action step and actually doing it, you show yourself that you are being proactive, that you can do what you set your mind to, that you are deserving of the results you want. And slowly but surely, you will build that self-trust that is at the foundation of your self-confidence instead of letting yourself down again and again and ending up believing you simply don't have what it takes you know, writing this podcast episode, because I'll always write uh, my scripts beforehand. Um, sometimes I don't, but I, I notice the difference of when I do and when I don't. And so I prefer, just for the quality of the episode, I prefer to like write it on before. Um, but yeah, that's a typical example of that. Because, so I usually plan my week in advance, um, you know, when... Yeah, like on Sundays, usually I take half an hour to plan my week ahead. Um, and unless I have an unexpected complication, um, I commit to what I wrote on my calendar. And yes, yes, I have a good old-fashioned paper agenda. <laughs> Even at uni, I would go to lectures with my notebooks. People would make fun of me, but it's actually a great way to remember stuff. So um, yeah, and I ended up graduating with the best performance award. So, you know, I think I think I can I can back this up. Uh, but anyways, yeah, today um, it was about 5 p.m. when I started writing this podcast and it's the last thing that's on my to do list. And at first I was reluctant, but then I reminded myself of how I was going to feel once it was done and how small efforts like this one help me build trust in myself because I do what I said I would do. 
And it's not about proving myself to others. It's not about the external validation. It's literally showing to myself that I can rely on myself. And so when I do those small things every day and I commit to them and actually do them, I know that my dream of building a multi six figure business is not even a question. You know, it's, it's, it's a question of when more than if. And I'm just certain that it will happen because I take consistent action towards my goals, which ultimately completely disproves whatever my inner critique wants to make me think sometimes, you know? Like, I, I still have self-doubt. I still have those moments where I, I question myself. But luckily, I have those tangible facts that I can rely on to measure my progress and respond back to this inner critique, to this voice in my head. Whenever she wants to bully me, I, I can tell her, no, like, shut the fuck up. I don't even want to hear you. Like, you know, maybe today I'm, I'm, in, I'm not in such a great mood, but like... I have consistent proof that I am doing what it takes to achieve my goals. So I know I can believe in myself. And the last thing I want to say about taking those small step, steps, it's um, not always going to be convenient or you're not always going to feel like doing it. Don't wait. Don't overthink it. Just do something. Anything that gets you closer to the person you want to embody and see yourself as. Trust me, the first 10 to 15 minutes maybe might, stu might suck. It's just like when you go for a run, you know, at first it's like, ugh. <laughs> but once you're in flow, like once you've started, you won't even think about the effort you're making anymore. You're, you're just going to be in it and you're just going to be doing it. And, you know, it's 6.30 p.m. right now as I'm finishing the script for this podcast episode. Um, and it doesn't matter whether it's perfect or not because done is always better than perfect. And actually, I'm thinking of, um, speaking about perfect, um, I'm thinking of um, doing a free live event about how to overcome perfectionism. Um, in my Facebook group, Align and Attract. So I'm, I will put the link in the show notes. Um, I think I will do it either this weekend or next week before I leave to France. Uh, and it would be amazing to have you join. So if that's something you're struggling with, like if you always feel like, you know, what you're doing is not good enough for you to put it out there or like that you're never ready, like that you still need to learn more, to do more, to like tweak something before taking action like this is for you <laughs> okay so please join please 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 um and yeah on this note i am inviting you to reach out via instagram or email if you have any questions i always reply or you want to work with me either short term by signing up to my limited summer offer the boost bundle um, or long-term by joining the Female Success Formula, my high-touch six-month coaching program. Okay, I believe in you and I cheer you on always and I'll see you next week for a new episode. Bye! Thanks for listening to the From Self-Doubt to Success podcast. Head to the show notes to book your free sales call and learn more about one-on-one -on -one coaching and how I can help you design your dream career and life. 
You'll also find a link to a free workshop replay on how to become your most authentic and magnetic self. Don't forget to screenshot this episode and share it on Instagram, tagging me at yourcoachestelle so we can connect over there. Take care, until next time.